Hi! Welcome, Welcome to, to C and B Uncensored. That was so cringy. <laughs> it's never gonna get better. Either. That was awful. Can we just not have a name? Can that just can we just be like, hey? We almost didn't have a name because let's be real, we literally just came up with a name about five minutes ago. That is very true, and they still don't know our names. I'm Carrie. And I'm Bree. I'm the C and the C and B, just so you guys know. Well, and if that wasn't <laughs> enough information, I'm the B. Wow, okay, well, I'm really, I'm really glad we got that out of the way so yep. everyone knows who we are. Um, Carrie, how old are you? <laughs> I wish I knew. No, I'm 22. <laughs> Definitely feel like I'm 50, going on 50. This pandemic has aged me probably like 20 plus years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Plus being out of college, too, like graduating in the middle of the pandemic. Actually, we graduated at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, it was... It was June of 2020. I literally yeah. just had a brain fart because everything was canceled, so it, like, never happened. And, we like, were together when we found out that we weren't going to have a graduation. Cried. <laughs> I cried. Yeah. We, we sat at her, uh, her college apartment little dining table and cried in silence with each other. It's just, like, also, it was just, like, I mean, like... Crying, though, is valid because we're the youngest siblings yeah. and we got to see... All of our older siblings literally walk across the stage, and that's just the one thing I was hoping to have, so my parents would be like, oh, she's not a complete failure. But no, it was just kind of a Oregon State University slapping their my degree to us, and then being like, here's a little fun box here's full a of confetti. Slip of paper. And for all here's your troubles. a sticker that's like $30,000. I was like, cool, thank you. The corona mask was kind of nice. <laughs> But I lost mine. <laughs> you lost it? That's such a good I lost mask. my $20,000 mask. Oh, great. Oh, Do you no. still have the $30,000 cup, though, that they sent us? Yeah, it sits on my desk, and it holds all of my pens that I don't use because I don't work and <laughs> I don't go to school. Which is why we're starting this. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to our podcast. We have been friends for 10 years. Too long. If we did the math right, yeah, way too long. <laughs> and basically, you guys are going to be here to hear our journey through life, and even past journeys. We have had some crazy, weird, fun times. We have some odd friends also. not That's not to say that we're not odd. We are very weird. I was going to say, I literally the other day just bought a microphone for the car so I could literally just shout at random ass strangers on the street. So yeah, we're definitely odd along with our friends. Yes, which is why we all get along so well, because we're all just... Really weird. So should we tell them about how we met? Oh, I don't even remember how I... I feel like I have to have, like, flashbacks to how we met. Okay. Oh, yeah. For sure. There's There's been a lot of memories, but our earliest memory would be middle school. <laughs> it was seventh grade, baby. I was rocking my basketball shorts. She was in her prime. I was... I Yeah, I literally was so hot back then. Like, I don't know what happened. Um, I also think that's probably bad to say that I was hot as, like, a seventh grader. But whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, I wore basketball shorts and sweatshirts and basketball shoes every single day, and it looked like my hair wasn't brushed, and Brianna, Brie, <laughs> was this girl who you would not even imagine to be friends with me, since I was so, like, no, no because so bad. <laughs> I was I so, mean, like, huh, and you were, like, I was, like, hey, I wear bows in my hair every day, and I'm really into chevron print. <laughs> oh, my God, you were into all the designs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
You literally looked like a substitute teacher, though. Do you remember that photo shoot we did? You literally look like my Hey, Carrie, tell them what the name of the album for that photo shoot was called. Girls who just want to have fun? And guess what, you guys? We did have fun. <laughs> we did have fun. Like, I literally do not take pictures seriously at all, and you just see me, like, in front of the grill with, like, and I'm just like, hey, like... <laughs> That's who I was, and Brianna was like oh the God. girly girl. Is the girly girl yeah. of it? Like, and that's how she's a bra works. girl. For all you younger generation folks, she's a bra girl. I don't really know what I am. <laughs> My hands look like this, so her hands can look like that. <laughs> My nails ain't did. Hers are. Just so you, if you can't see, um, <laughs> if you can't see. No, yeah. So we we met in seventh grade. Um. We had, we had a mutual friend, um, he was her best friend, and he happened to be gay, but he also was my first boyfriend. Yeah, and it was really cute, sweet relationship. He gave um, me a rock heart for my birthday. I remember that, and he was asking me for, like, the opinion of the heart, and, like, we were just standing next to each other. Like, all of our lockers were literally, like, right next to each other. We mm-hmm. had the full boys because I was in orchestra. I don't know how I got one. <laughs> you, you literally scammed the system. I don't did. know how you did that. Um, but I remember him coming up to me. His, his name's Parsa. And, yeah, we were friends through orchestra. That's how I met him. So I've known this homie for, like, since fourth grade, pretty much. And he was like, wow. he was like I have something to show you. And I was like, what is it? <laughs> he was like, well, it's for Brianna. I don't know how she's going to like it. I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. I thought it was like a wedding ring or something. <laughs> <laughs> great and gay, baby. <laughs> and he pulls out this heart-shaped rock, and I was like, oh wow! Like, <laughs> like in a box with these, with this pair of silver dangly earrings. <laughs> oh my gosh. And y'all, y'all literally Actually, held no. hands under the table, too, because you were yeah. so... Honey, did that not like scream it out to you? Like he did he not was, want to be he seen. He was literally hiding it <laughs> under the table. <laughs> he did not want to be seen with your punani. <laughs> I mean, we definitely did hold hands after having a date at Pizza Schmitza with um, another old high school friend. Um, but it's fine. Wait, who? Katie. Katie. Heinch. Oh, okay, sorry, there's lots, oh, <laughs> there's lots, of, I was like, Kate, there's lots of yeah, Katie's. Yeah, I, oh, uh, I feel like I owe her an apology for putting her through that. Like, she literally had to walk with us there and talk to both of us separately because we were really nervous to hold each other's hands in public. Again, ring ding ding, should have known. <laughs> <laughs> but he known. finally, he finally grabbed my hand and, yeah. And butterflies just. <laughs> and butterflies <laughs> just flew out of me. So, but how, so did we meet through him or did we meet, no, because we, I thought we met in math class. Yeah, so we had was. math class together, but he was like our mutual, he was a like, mutual person that we both knew and you obviously knew way more about him than I did, um, which I later <laughs> learned and it was fine. Our breakup was rough, um, broke up with him in a letter, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> wait, okay, Shakespeare, wait, that's like, yeah, that can make it like we can talk about that later because that's, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> It was a crazy night of writing that letter. Um, but yeah, we were in math class together. Right. And I remember we did like a photo shoot. I brought my like Kodak camera to mm-hmm. school and mm-hmm. we took some sick gnarly photos. And then I always remember and I always give you flack about the talent show. We could have oh my had God. Is that the one? Right? She exposed me. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> okay, I, 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 get it wrong. I sang Rolling in the Deep by Adele. 
Um, Looking like a substitute teacher. Oh, yeah. My my sister curled, curled my hair. She put it in a bun. My side suit bangs were hanging out. It was it was a look, if I've ever seen one. Don't let the young kids know that you had a... Oh my god, yeah. Side I had side part things. We gasp as we say as we're 22, but like, and we're Gen Z technically, yeah. but literally, we're just that weird like gap we're, of people yeah. since we were born in like 98, and like we have older siblings, mm-hmm. and so I like definitely lived through them and a lot of the things like that other Gen Z people I guess necessarily wouldn't have. Also had dial-up internet until mm, high school. We had landlines. Yeah, we had landlines. So, honey, I did not know what, like, Instagram was. I did not no. know who, what. Oh, the things I posted on there back in the day. It's <laughs> a good archive. It's yeah. a good, good archive. Yikes. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so we had math class together, and, you know, we dominated the halls of the Lake Oswego Junior High. Totally kidding. Um... <laughs> She was an orchestra kid. I was a choir nerd. Um, I think that's really what brought us together. Yeah, the best of, you know, we have a fond love for the arts, you know? Fond love. More like, I was forced to do it. So, I was forced to do orchestra because my grandma was like, it's my dying wish. And and I was like, okay. And guess what? (laughs) She's still chirping today. She's still here. Love you, grandma. I'm so glad you're here. Love you, Gam Gam. But she... She was like, no, I want you guys to all play an instrument. And so my sister played the viola, I played the violin, and my brother played the cello. And we were a sick trio. And they were like, it'd be cool if you could perform at Christmas. And I was like, cool, that'd be really fun for, like, the family. And then we tried, and then we all yelled at each other and fought. And then vowed to never play with each other again. And so we haven't. And the end. Um, That was a really sidetrack thing, but we're big fans of music here. (laughs) Big fan. <laughs> but, yeah, so you you had that instrument, and I was an instrument kid. Um, <laughs> you pl- I played the little flute. I was a flautist back in my day, um, but I quit because I thought I couldn't be heard, and I told my parents after they had got me a really nice flute that I didn't want the flute. I wanted to be heard, and so I was joining choir. Yeah, no, I did not ask my parents. <laughs> uh, she said, I want to be heard. I said, I want to be hard and then continued to sing in the back of my choir because <laughs> I was scared but you no had those solos you had those solos and... in high school it kind of started to happen college it got better but yeah no I that's yeah true. so that's that's why I did the junior high talent show probably the first time my parents have really ever heard me sing oh my god um so yeah I blessed them with rolling in the deep by Adele Hey, you really do have an angelic, and, 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 and can I speak English? Angelic voice. We didn't so. actually go to school. We're like, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. But then, see, so we started off in junior high with freaking buck wild times, and then we moved on mm-hmm. um, in our town, Lake Oswego. I say that with <laughs> silence. Yeah, we lived in Lake Oswego, or we live ugh, in Lake Oswego. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's your stereotypical white suburban neighborhood that you would see in a movie about popular high school kids. Very racist background. Yeah, trying trying to get out of here. She's already getting out of here, which very jealous. I'm very much trying to do I'm the same. I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. Uh-huh. Um, I, <laughs> I always feel like people are... They're always like, oh my gosh, your life is so hard. But I, I'm moving to an <laughs> island. I'm moving to Maui. Very excited. Well, She's going to come visit me. It's going to be really fun. But yeah, this town is... 
It's something, all it right. Really is something. It's something. You guys can probably look it up online and just see all the horror stories. And like, no, don't get us wrong. Like, I'm, I personally am very grateful though for mm-hmm. the experiences like had because you have to like keep in mind it. It is a pretty safe neighborhood. I mean, I've had some whack situations happen, like almost being stabbed at the park. Like, cute, oh but <laughs> cute, fun, flirty, fresh. <laughs> but like, aside from that, like it is a pretty safe neighborhood and like great education, truly. And I am very thankful for that. And I have met yeah. great friends, but like, just. The, the culture and stigma around it, like, going to college and t- having to tell people that I was from, like, Oswego, like, it was just... It's, like, taboo. And I hated it, too, because, like, I love my parents, so if you're listening to this, but, like, we ain't, like, the rest of the town here. Like, mm-hmm. do not, my parents work so hard. And, like, no, everyone else's parents work hard in, like, Oswego as well, but we were definitely, like, not too good in the money department and like definitely did not Mm -hmm. could not afford a lot of the things all the other kids had and so that's why I hate saying I'm from Lake Oswego because it totally discredits everything I've done like I've had job since I was 16 like to help pay for things and to help pay for my own bills so that's like you say Lake Oswego and people put a stereotype on you that you live on the lake in a huge mansion and you don't have to worry about anything in life and you know, you, you're part of the National Charity League, and, you know, you go to those those youth group camps in, where is it, Canada or something, <laughs> oh, or Washington yeah. or wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Youth group, what is it? Young Life. Young Life. Yeah, that Young was Life like was a thing. huge thing, and I think our friend group was definitely not like that. Not at all. Because there was, like, the popular kids, and then there was, like, us. <laughs> we were the orchestra kids, like, hanging out with the band kids. That was our friend. Yeah, uh-huh. Much. We like, were, like, the friends in the arts and all that, and I don't know, I, I loved our friend group, though. I, I think there were, there were a lot of ups and downs, and <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to Bold that. Bold statement, Brie! Bold statement! We, we did have fun times. I think, I feel like back then I would have said that we didn't have a stereotypical high school experience, but then looking back at it now, I think we oh, actually we did. really did. We did. And we I'm did. really grateful for that. And like you said, I'm, I'm really, I feel really blessed that I'm able to live in this town and like, it's a safe town and yes, there are nice people and the education is great. It's just, there are a lot of bad people, but like, I mean, that's for every town. Yeah. But I would say Lake Oswego is like more well known for yeah. the bad ish. For sure. And, and I mean like, you look at the fact, so I mentioned earlier, so both of us ended up going to Oregon State after after high school, after we had done our our journeys together there, mm-hmm. but our journey didn't end there. Nope. Um, so we, we went to Corvallis, which is like an hour and a half south of Lake Oswego, pretty much, and it's this yeehaw town. Like, I was thriving. Like, I, both her sister and my brother also went there. So we just were like, let's go. But since it was like really close to Lake Oswego, like people knew Oh, what they it knew was. of the town like, for sure, yeah. You go elsewhere, like I'm pretty sure you probably won't hear about it, but like right. in Oregon at least, like oh, yeah. going to Corvallis and then you being like, I'm from Lake Oswego. Oswego. Except my thing was like always I'm from Portland, like, right outside of Portland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right out, quote, unquote, right outside of Portland is your go-to when you're telling people where you're from in Oregon. My, my and then they always race. go, okay, but, like, which town? Like, Beaverton? Or, or like, uh, Gresham? Yeah, like, oh, are you a Westland kid? And then it's like, no, a little worse than that. And they're like, no, you're from Lake Oswego. 
it's yeah. the worst. But I remember after joining the sorority, which oh, wow. <laughs> for, for another time too. Oh my goodness. Um, I remember though, I had a few people who were just like, wait, you and your brother are from Lake Oswego? I thought you guys were from Candy. Because we're just not, like, I just not the person you would imagine being from Lake Oswego. And like my brother, he ended up joining like, the yeehaw frat at mm-hmm. the time and so they were just like really surprised when <laughs> they were like you're from like Oswego and I was like well glad to know I'm not the stereotype but <clears throat> whoa what was that in my throat <clears> me <throat> me me but yeah so then we moved on to Oregon State University and Corvallis was some good times oh though. wow like, I miss Corvallis I think more than anything me too it's just well that's the thing and we talked about earlier it's like we didn't get our graduation. We didn't get any of that closure that, like, yeah. I really was looking forward to. Yep, Spring same. term, four years of hard work, like, finally being able to just wrap it all up. Go to the bars, like, finally, you know, getting to be that age that we were able to go to the bars with friends and, um, you know, go to the karaoke nights. and Ooh, yeah. love. Sorry. Love Her name's Carrie for a reason. <laughs> I put the Carrie in, in karaoke. karaoke. <laughs> that, that was awful <laughs> that was awful also sorry i'm definitely looking out the window looking at all the birds big big bird connoisseur like love love birds <laughs> love birds saw a hummingbird earlier didn't want to interrupt but it was really cool it, it was just chilling on the tip of the tree the amount like, of times that i have to hear her yell about a bush tit or <laughs> you mean the classic red wing blackbird? Yes. Thinking of, I yes. can tell. Gears, gears, gears are turning, but they just weren't turning as fast as yours. She <laughs> yells at me about birds all the time when we're driving. I, but you know what? That's that's part of who you are, Carrie, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank I you. Appreciate that. Thank you for always listening to my birds because I will always listen to your birds. See, and that reminds me, back at school in Corvallis, we had my house had the porch. You also had a porch oh, too. The but, porch. Um, that was my porch to just hang out and enjoy <laughs> my porch. the sun. Uh, but there was just always so many birds out and I just always had such a great time commentating on them. And like my porch was in such a great area. So I could always like also just see people walking down the street. Oh, so. it was the best for people watching, especially on like a drunk football game Friday. <laughs> Hearing people up until like 4am just screaming, can I get a go beeps? Go beeps! Literally all the time. <laughs> oh. It's like in my, ingrained in my head now. I, I love it. I miss Corvallis so much. I miss and Corvallis so much. Like I said, I, I know we keep saying that, but it's just like we had some some good times there. And like <laughs> life since <laughs> college has been just like we are all skyrocket downward. Yeah. I mean, like we lived <laughs> starting freshman year, we <laughs> lived in a dorm with all of our friends and we went from like seeing them all the time and being surrounded by them to then being in the pandemic and like only getting to see them every once in a while in mass, which again, like, obviously we got to do our part and do what we got to right. do. But going from living in a college town with all your best friends, living in the same dorm freshman year, being roommates with them, experiencing all of the college stuff with them, and then you're right, like, we never really got closure. So I feel that's yeah. why we're just kind of floating and, like, waiting for something to happen. I know. But also, you just reminded me, like, it's just also insane to me to think about how literally, like, our whole core friend group now that we have literally was because we lived in the same dorm freshman year. Callahan, Califam. Califam, hashtag Califam. Shout out to my Callahan homies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember it was like such 
I personally feel like it was just such fate, like, all yeah. the friends I made there, because I, so, like, Oregon State does this, like, little, like, dating site kind of for roommates, <laughs> and, you know, you... Tinder you, for roommating, if yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, really, though, and you're like, are you messy, are you clean, like, yeah. night owl, morning person. Religion, spirituality. Like, super accommodating of them yeah. to have, um, and I remember I ended up, like, finding my roommate, which is also another story, um, <laughs> love her, though, she's super sweet, um... Just, we had some wild times together, but we were like, oh, let's live in this one on the other side of campus, and I remember, like, trying to get into it, because it was in the quad, and, like, you wanted to be in the quad. The quad was for the cool kids. It's where all the partying happened, yeah. it's where the brochure dorm building is, and yeah. so it's the one, like, on everything and all the websites. So didn't get in, and so I was like, <laughs> literally the reason why I picked Callahan was because, so the other dorm I wanted to get into was Cawthorn, mm -hmm. and I was like... That starts with a C that I'll do. I was like, I'll do. But also, the reason why I didn't want to be in Callahan originally was because, I swear to God, there's only two hills in Corvallis, <laughs> and Callahan was at the bottom of one of those hills. Yep. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> the walk to classes, bro. Don't even get me started. You don't even get me started. When I got my knee surgery freshman <gasps> oh year. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I'm, I'm hobbling around oh, on my crutches, <laughs> and, then, and then I'm walking down the hill, and I literally rolled down the hill because my crutch just got undone. <laughs> I forgot you rolled down the Callahan. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't like roll, but because I had my backpack on, and yeah. so I kind of just did a turn, and then just my backpack flopped. stopped me. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you, Jesus." Mm -hmm. Um, was I embarrassed? No, because does <laughs> stuff like that happen to me all the time? Yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> quite constantly, actually. But that's why we love you. But yeah, so Callahan, it was fate. Man. Yeah, well, because Callahan wasn't even my first dorm. I lived in sketchy sketchy dorm hall called Sackett and there's the rumor that goes around that one of Ted Bundy's victims was found in the basement of Sackett and so I'm a, I'm a true crime <laughs> junkie though so of course I was like nice like this will be you know we'll I'll explore it with my roommates right. it'll be fun and I got along with one of my roommates um hi Teddy <laughs> hey <laughs> I got along with one of my roommates but my other roommate she was kind of a random addition because we lived in something called an economy triple which it's a double okay how you did that bed. I don't know either because it's a bunk bed and then a lofted bed in this tiny two-person room for three people and then we had a walk-in closet but again because there was three of us like it was just too it was too little, much. Too little for the three of you. Yes, just... exactly. It was just way too much. And so it was a time. And I think for me, my biggest thing was I was joining Greek life and, you know, kind of an assumption. But I think both of my other roommates maybe weren't into that, you know, kind of style of life, which is totally fine. And I just felt like I needed a change of pace and not to be living in a triple. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't want to live in Sackett. So winter term, freshman year, I'm moving. And so I requested to leave. And the only dorm that they gave me an option to move into was Callahan. And it just kind of made sense. And it all worked out. And so 
thankfully, Carrie and some of our other friends moved me out, moved me out of my whole in ass dorm the room. Pouring in rain. the pouring rain. Wow, bless my friends. And we moved from... <laughs> in Oregon, surprise. Yeah, from <laughs> one end of the campus to the other end at the bottom of the Callahan Hill. And I moved in with my other roommate, bless her soul. She is the best. Emily, love you. And we lived in Callahan, and I feel like that's what started everything. We met all of our friends there, and oh we gosh. got close with Jason there, who we also went to high school with, but we just... And Meredith. Yeah, and Meredith. Who lived on... So we all lived on the fifth floor, except for Brianna. I was so on the second, but I was always on the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> always on the fifth floor. And then, like, my other good friend at the time, she lived on the fourth floor. And then, like, fifth floor, though, it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop everyone now. It was, like, <laughs> Serena, Savannah, <sighs> Keaton, Jake, Crystal, Jason, yeah. Leap, Meredith, Tristan, Connor, Jonathan, um, oh my gosh! All who else? Who else? <laughs> room five hundred one girls. Yes. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to yeah. this, <laughs> um, I didn't live on that half. I was actually the only one that lived on like the other half. Like all my close friends. So I actually ended up becoming roommates with all of we. We referred to ourselves as the Callahan live out. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Callahan live out. It's like. That's the saying, for those of you who don't know, like, three or more Greek Life members who it's live together out. is a live-out, and so I was like, Callahan, live-out. But I also thought it was just so cool that, like, we ended up, the hummingbirds back, it, I thought it was so <laughs> cool that we ended up all, like, being friends, and, like, Jonathan, who is, who was RRA, and oh. I was, oh, Allie, can't forget oh, Allie, can't forget Allie, hey, Allie, she was my RA, she lived on that half of the, the loved you. Me. Uh, she loved her. <laughs> um, but Jonathan was our RA for a while, and we ended up being, like, roommates with him. Well, I didn't personally, but, like, my other roommates did, Jason Leaf and Jake. But it's so cool that we were able yeah. to become friends with our RA. RRA. <laughs> like, I just... I can't believe... And we're all still friends to this day. Like, oh, yeah, we, we have like, a Snapchat group chat together. Mm-hmm. And oh, we, wow. we went, like... Four years with our solid freshman friends. And yeah. I, like, remember my brother telling me, he's like, Carrie, like, that does not happen often. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. Because, like, you ended up joining your sorority. I ended up joining my <laughs> sorority. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> dub love, dub love. Um, and, but it's just crazy. Because even after all that and after all the different things we were doing, we still had we our We still ended up being connected. And I feel like that goes to show just how much we oh. were supposed to be friends. Meredith, sorry if I forgot you. If you're listening to this, you lived on the fifth floor too. I think oh, we you did mentioned say that. her. You oh, did okay, mention good. her. No, yeah, she was, like, that's my baby girl. So yeah, Meredith like, was another to go to Lake Oswego High School, and she I think has the same ideas that we do about growing up in Lake Oswego too. So that was always really refreshing. Yeah, and sure. so you know we had. It's funny because everyone says, "Oh, don't be just friends with your high school friends in college," but. In my opinion, like we had so many good times, and you know, with especially with like Jason and Meredith, I feel like we all never got to fully have our friendship, right? You know, during right. high school and during those olden times, and so coming to college, it was nice to be able to actually get to know someone that you really wanted to get to know and be friends with them right. and like learn who they are as people. Right. It's actually funny though because so with Jason, like, so he, we, him, and I always joke about this. He was my cubanero in <laughs> Spanish, and he. Thinks that I hated him, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> loved him. We were just, like... The thing with high school, it's really hard because you're in, like, separate groups yep. and everyone's so judgmental. And mm-hmm. then they're just like, oh, my gosh, you're hanging out with so-and-so. And it's mm-hmm. like... But I didn't care about that. I just never got around to, like, hanging out with him. But with Meredith, it's such a funny dink that, like, 
we even ended up being on the same floor because yeah. her and I, I swear to God, we always had a class together. Like every mm-hmm. single year, every single term. Like that girl, she was with me in freaking weight training and oh we would God. literally come up with excuses for Bart. That was our PE teacher. And we'd be like, I, well, I actually did have really bad leg issues back in the day. Hence why I had knee surgery. But, um, so it was just really hard for me to run and it was just miserable. <laughs> uh, now I'm just lazy. But... <laughs> But, like, we would always just go to the the weight training room while everyone's running around on the track. And we would go down there and we would just sing songs while we were on the bike. And then everyone would come back in and they would just be like, oh, my God, these two idiots are singing High School Musical again. And, but it's and just nothing's funny. changed. <laughs> it's just funny. And then we had study hall together, too. Mm-hmm. And that was with Jessica Baby. Jessica Baby, um... Uh, is a long and dear friend of us. I was mm-hmm. going to say, she's like an honorary beaver, too. Oh, yeah, much. for sure. Um, she was in all of this, too. She didn't live... But she lives across the street from me in this town, Lake Oswego, and um, has for, like, the last 13 years. But we all had class together. It's just so weird to see even the people you, like, kind of know and just how you... How it you all mes- cross- meshes up. Yeah, how you always cross paths. And that's, like, why I love this saying, like, what my brother told me before I went off to college was, like, don't burn bridges that you don't need to burn because you never know when you're going to cross over them again. And I that's was like, true. that's so true. And yeah. that's why it's like all these acquaintances like Jason that I had in high school, like I wasn't an asshole to him. And like, mm-hmm. look at the, where that led us. And X, Y, Z, you could use that in so many like different areas. But yeah, it's just crazy how it all kind of... And like, like how much we've all grown as people together too. And the, like the things that we've experienced from like beach trips to a bunch of us went to Vegas together. Like... <laughs> Shout out Linda, Jessie's mom. Linda, best trip ever. <laughs> and Jessie, we were celebrating Jessica. Yeah, it was her 21st birthday, so obviously we had to go to Vegas. She was the last one to turn 21 in our friend group, so we had so to go fun. out with a bang. Um, <laughs> yeah, Vegas could be for another little epi because <laughs> that was a wild ride. We even have video footage of that time. But yeah, no, we've definitely had some amazing experiences together, and I think a lot of that, again, is just thanks to Callahan. If none of us lived in that dorm together, like, if I had stayed in Sackett, I feel like it would have been such a different, you know, situation and circumstance for, like, all of our friendships, too, as a whole. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. It's kind of crazy how Callahan... Really just brought us Yeah, and it's like we were all meant to live there. Like, it's so crazy how life does that, though. Like, I, I saw this thing, and it was just saying how, from when we were little, like, all the decisions that we make are influenced by, like, past decisions, which just, ma- it obviously makes so much sense, but it's just crazy how it leads you to where you're supposed to be. Right, right. It's, it was just like faded. Fate. Yeah, it was yeah. just faded because, like like you said, you didn't select Callahan. Callahan selected you. <laughs> <laughs> she really did that. <laughs> and thank goodness, because, I mean, I remember during freshman year, there was, like, a good part, a part point of time where I was like, I don't even think college is for me anymore, and I'm such a school person, too, so I was really surprised that I had thought that maybe I wanted to not be in, in college anymore. And it was because of just the, you know, my living situation just wasn't completely ideal into what I had wanted or what I had seen a college oh, experience honey, should I have been. You. Yeah. And so I, I had decided to change that. And then winter term, everything got better and I didn't want to drop out. So, you know, clearly it was just the way that I had been living before. And freshman year is such a turning point it's such a transitional year. It really I don't know why is. That took me so long to say it. <laughs> it is though. It's a pivot point, like, and everyone kind of says that as you go off to college, but like, until you actually finish your freshman year and then you look back at it, and like, I have my grades to show too. Like, my grades weren't even the best because it's yeah, just neither. like, 
it's just like you're you're still getting in the, the swing of things though and like that's why i'm very thankful too i did have like so luckily though my brother was a fifth year did a little victory lap so i had him too in corvallis but like luckily i did have like you and like meredith and jason not until later but like mm-hmm. you especially but like it also definitely tested our friendship yeah. but it also definitely like made us stronger into mm-hmm. where we're at now and <laughs> now look we're making a podcast well, <laughs> well it's just funny too because I feel like we you know you and I did have that awkward tough conversation of you know telling each other that we didn't necessarily want to live together right. freshman year and mm-hmm. I think both of us were like oh no what if the other doesn't feel that way but I'm glad that we both understood and decided that not living together made it so much better and made it a lot more sense than if yeah. we, like yes in hindsight if we had lived together it probably would have been fine and yeah. we would have had fun but I think having this separation was so much better because we were still wanting to be friends yeah and coming from a small town we knew that we wanted to keep our friendship but we didn't want to stay within that high school bubble and I think yeah. honestly staying in that bubble would have hindered us from becoming friends with Jason and everyone else because we would have been so in our own little tight area that we would have been scared to branch out. Mm -hmm. But, like, because you lived in Callahan first, you were able to make these friendships. And because we didn't live together, I was able to, like, you know, join Greek life and get into Greek life, and you had your Greek life friends and all that. And so, blessing in disguise, not living with my best friend. For sure. And I I think it was actually, yeah, it was, it was good for, my mom was like, yeah, you don't want to live with your best friend. Cause she's, <laughs> she's, she's yeah. she had been there and talked about it before too, going to college. And I was like, no, you're right. You're right. And it's like, I didn't have anything against you. I was just right. like, yeah, if we didn't have our separation, not to be like, oh, I found everyone. But like, I became friends with everyone first yeah. and then like integrated and like, but we wouldn't have had that if, mm-hmm. If we had, you're right, if we had lived together and we would have been, like, sticking to our own bubble. We were very, like, as much as I think, obviously, we're still different people now, I think back then we were completely different people. Like, we were very different from each other. And, you know, (laughs) I think even though we did the same things, like, go through recruitment together and, like, live in the same dorm, same major, we were just still so different. And I think that that would have worked against us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's weird to say, but I think we're way more similar now than we were back then. Oh, yeah. And I think it took being apart and mm-hmm. having different circles and different friends to fully realize, you know, the true values that we wanted in our friendship. Exactly. To, like, come back to that. Right. No, I totally agree. Oh, my gosh. I just remember recruitment, though. And, like, Ooh. that was... That was a time. Sorry, you said it, and I just yeah, started no, having I, no, flashbacks. Like... <laughs> they can't do anything about it now. I'm not in a sorority, but I definitely drank during recruitment. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Brianna did not, Bree, Bree did not. Thank you. Um, but we just, she brings it up every single day. Like, I swear to God, she brings it up every single day because she was like, we were chilling in my dorm, my dorm room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just gone back from around, I think. Because it was later. Yep. Or in orientation or something. Something like that. Yeah. And my roommate, Olivia, and again, God bless her soul. I do love her a lot. And um, she, she left me with a bottle of alcohol and like, not just to... any bottle of alcohol. Oh yeah. I was a hundred proof. It was ever clear. <laughs> it was ever clear. Is that a hundred proof actually? I'm stupid. Yeah. Okay. I think so. If I we're was... stupid, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I can let us know already. <laughs> um, but I just remember like when we were in high school, it wasn't until, sorry to our parents, it wasn't until end of senior year that we actually did like drink a little bit Mm -hmm. and it never got really rowdy I mean it was four locos what can what damage can you really do with that oh my god actually you you can do a lot um 
But Mike's Hard was a big thing, I think, for college and, or, or not college, <laughs> for high school in our time. Yeah, it was like the fruity, sugary stuff. Yeah, like drinks that didn't really do anything. <laughs> yeah, drinks that would leave you severely hungover because <laughs> um, of all gross. the sugar. But I just remember, she was like, yeah, you can have some of it, whatever. And I was like, thank you so much, Olivia XOXO. And she left me alone. And basically, though, the rules are you're not supposed to drink during recruitment. I end, Long story short, though, I ended up joining a sorority and then dropping, like, later after, like, a year and a term. Um, so I don't care that the, everyone knows. I, and I'm pretty sure so many people drink Oh, so many other people too. did it. And there's so many things in Greek life that are, you're not supposed to do that. Everybody does. And not one person out there can deny that. And if you're denying it, then you're delusional. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to happen after recruitment anyway. Yes, it, yes, of course. And so, you know, we were in her dorm room and... <laughs> She was like, you don't have to partake if you don't want to, but you can if you want to. And I said, I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> you sat um, in my camping chair under my bed. <laughs> I did I did sit in that camping chair and I, I watched her take shot after shot after shot. And so, yeah, and that's why I like <laughs> pre-wrecked with like, we didn't really drink that much no. before. So like, that's why I was kind of giving you that information because like I had no experience like drinking at all and then i was like i don't think we knew what i'm gonna be a tank meant. huh we didn't know what 100 proof meant uh, and awesome. yeah you said i'm gonna be a tank <laughs> and i'm gonna go for it and let me tell you that alcohol came back as a tank and ran her over because yeah that was that was a rough one and you just so the part though that you bring up every goddamn day of my life is that I went to the Dollar Tree that day because oh my god the reason why I went to the Dollar Tree though because freaking my other friend Tiara and I we would freaking stand in the elevator and be the elevator bellhops and so oh we, my went, gosh. we went to the Dollar yeah. Tree sorry I'm getting sidetracked but we went to the Dollar Tree and we would get candy and we'd freaking hand them out and like they would stand in the elevator for hours on end and press the buttons for everyone and hand out candy and play music and be like where's that coming from like you guys would hide music and be like wait you guys hear that too like pretend where it's coming from and so she went there so innocently to get candy to be elevator bellhops and tell them what you bought i got dinner mints well i got like things that you could just grab like the, the classics but then i got dinner mints for myself because i was like they're like the butter ones i don't know they're yeah like, like the bond melt bond. In your, yeah, yeah. Melt in your mouth and i love them so picture this so now we're in room 537 at callahan so sorry if you're in that room it's cursed um <laughs> also remember drunkenly breaking into callahan to knock on their door and say that oh my god <laughs> anyways um, <laughs> brianna I was watching me in the little camping chair. I'm sitting there drinking as much as I can. And then I start to get sick. Everything goes south real fast, obviously. I turn off the lights because I was like, I don't want you to look at me throw up. And I'm just throwing up in the trash can that we have. And I felt so bad. And then I just, I was like, I'm going to try eating a breath mint or a dinner mint. I'm going to try that. Like maybe that'll cleanse the palate. No, I just it did not cleanse the It made it worse, and you didn't just have one dinner mint though. Like <laughs> shoved so them in there like a squirrel. Picture this: I'm in the dark, and all I hear is like rustling, right? And she's just she's just grabbing, grabbing them dinner mints and putting them all in her mouth, and I hear her chewing, and then it's just silence, and I hear, and then just throwing up everywhere. And so now I always, I harass her about those dinner mints because it's I haven't just too had good. Since. I have not and had And I don't think since. you ever will. I don't think you can. 
And yeah, I, I asked multiple times, can I help you? Do you need anything? And she, she was like, no, leave me be. I need to be in the dark. I don't want you to see me like this. I literally didn't want you to see, because now, now we look back at it and laugh though, because it's like, ooh, honey, you've seen me throw up so many times now. Sorry, you should take drinking seriously. Yes, if no, you're throwing up, that's alcohol poisoning. Like, and also, if time. you're not of age, if you're going to do it, please just be responsible about it. Yes, please be responsible. Um... But, yeah, I definitely... What do we calculate? I had, like, 15 shots of that. Yes, and that's not like, even an exaggeration. Like, we're not trying to make you sound cool at all. It was, like, 15. And that night... No, I remember I also escaped, like, once you went back or something, like... Or maybe yeah. you are still with me. I ended up, though, socializing with so many people. Yeah. Because then I remember the morning... So it was a tradition, too, in Callahan that we'd all... As a lot of people do, too. You all go and get breakfast together whenever mm-hmm. you wake up in the dining hall. Ugh. And then you share your stories from the, the like night a debrief. before. Yeah, a debrief. A drug like brief. A, a plan. Like, um, and I remember they'll go into breakfast and, like, seeing everyone. And they're like, Carrie, I'm surprised to see you today this morning. And I'm like, what do you mean? And everyone's like, oh, I saw you last night. I was like, you did. I thought I stayed in the room the whole time because, like, I didn't want to get caught because it was during recruitment. Do you remember walking me back home to Sackett? <gasps> you don't remember? <laughs> I went on a whole ass walk. You walked. You walked to meet with me across campus because I was just gonna walk or safe ride back or whatever. And you had said no that you wanted to walk me and you wouldn't let me just go because oh my you, God. you know you were shammered. I do love going on walks. Yeah, so. <laughs> and so you walked me across campus and I shut that dorm door <laughs> and I prayed to God that you made it back safely. <laughs> Yeah, were you not? Wait, I tried I? <laughs> to get you a safe ride back. I tried to be like, no, I should just walk myself. You were not having it. I don't even remember. Yeah, but I, I met you, you guys just back. Told me that yeah, night. I met you guys back up for breakfast, and everyone was asking you about where you, you know, that you're still alive, where you were. That's probably what happened. Then I probably went back to Callahan. Also, my favorite part about like getting inebriated in the dorms. So sorry again to my parents. I mean, they know I'm, they know better of what yeah. I did in college. But um, it was my favorite part was because the RAs, desk, there were always RAs, resident assistant, resident advocates. Ad, ad resident, advocate? resident assistants. Resident, oh gosh. Oh, we're we doing went to Jonathan, college for Yeah, year. we're doing Jonathan dirty right now. Sorry. RAs anyways. <laughs> um, resident advisors? Resident Resident. Oh, God, is it even resident? Resident homies. Anyway, yeah. so they would, you know, they're the ones that, like, patrol around the area, and they're the ones, like, making sure that we're all staying safe, and no one's throwing up in the bathroom. So basically, though, the desk, there are two doors to get into Callahan. Well, mm-hmm. there's a few, but, like, the two main doors mm-hmm. for your key card, and the de- you had to walk past the desk, pretty much, yep. except for the back door, and so it was always so hard. Like, it was always such a test of being, like... Okay, make sure we're going to go in straight to the elevator. I don't know how you did that that night. So I don't know how I did it either because then that's like where I'm piecing together. That's probably when I was like, hey, everybody. You need to be (laughs) glad that your personality when you're drunk is pretty similar to when you're (laughs) cold sober because I think that saved you in so many instances just like that one. So many instances. Well, also, I mean, Allie B, love her. She actually is a really good RA. Um, But she, I remember she... It was the end of the year, and basically, like, in the dorm, too, I'm pretty sure it's, like, same for all campuses. You can get written up, because there's quiet mm-hmm. hours you have to follow. God, something I always heard, you just need to be quiet, because your voice carries. 
Shut up, I know! <laughs> and I know my name's Carrie. Um, yeah, that was a good one. That was a... But that was one of the main things she always said. But she ended up confessing to me at the end of the term, like, at the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. um, we were all celebrating, like, Jason leave, Jake, um, everyone was there, and drinking in the dorms. Mm-hmm. And Allie knocked on my door because I was being a little loud. I think I was with Allegra, another great, great friend of mine, sweet baby girl. Um, and she knocked, and she's like, Carrie, I know you're drunk right now. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, this whole time you've known? And I was unclear about this whole time. She's like, yeah, I've known. And so I kind of figured that's when she was kind of also hinting probably like all these times she's known because I was like, that makes so much sense. And I was like, so you could have gotten me in trouble so many times. She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, thank you for not. Like, I really appreciate that because I mean, we were always pretty safe though. We we were very, very safe. We never like went anywhere that we weren't supposed to go. We never broke in anywhere. Like we never got in vehicles. Like we never were unsafe. We definitely kept it to your dorm room or whosoever dorm room that we were in. And we were just locked up in a 10 by 10 room. Just in a box. (laughs) Literally like, like five friends in a box, (laughs) you know, chilling with each other. And I mean, you know, that was part of the college experience though. Like, I feel like that shaped us for sure, and it made it so much more fun, and it felt like college because of it. And then you turn 21, and you're like, oh, drinking's not that fun. (laughs) Yeah, you turn 21, and it's not cool anymore. It's like, oh, I get hungover so fast nowadays. Like, I don't even want to drink. But, like, back then, you're, oh, my gosh, the resilience that under-21ers have. Oh, it's so scary. It blew my mind. It's like wild animals. Yeah. I shit you not. And, like, like, yeah, maybe you're hungover for a little bit, but you get a little mm -hmm. food in you, and you're totally fine, and you do it the next day. I was rarely hungover until I got, quote-unquote, old. I'm not actually old. (laughs) 22's young. Everyone's always at, like, I'm old, blah, 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 once they turn, like, 23. And it's like, no, we got so much ahead. Mm -hmm. But back in, like, the 18, 19, 20, literally before you turn 21, it's, like, no hangovers, and then, boom, your birthday happens, and it's like, ha, 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 ha. Here are all of your hangovers that you've missed out on the past few years. Because, like, sometimes, like, the school we went to, and again, like, probably so many other schools, it was wake up and rally, ready to do yeah. it, especially on game days. That's why they called it Corvegas. It was a raging <laughs> rally college town. Like, we, I feel like we never got to have a break. <laughs> like, uh-huh. of all four years, it was... It was like, go, go, go. Like, okay, Thursday, wake up. We're going to have a Thursday night. Okay, Friday, wake up. We're going to have Friday night. And, you know, those my favorite part, though, about those nights is the next morning. The debriefs when we would all... My favorite <laughs> is when you had 321, the apartment that you oh, lived in. Because we would all get up at our own times, but some we would all slowly make it to the living room after getting McDonald's or Taco Bell. You literally took that from my mind. I was like, yeah, we all slowly trickled yeah, in. Yeah, we would trickle in and one by one be like, okay, like, how was your night? Carrie, you did this. And Jason, you did this. Leaf, <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> Leaf Larson. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. What do I do about you? You'll when you're get drunk? to meet all of our <laughs> cuckoo buck wild boy howdy friends. Our boy howdy friend. Three, two, one was probably actually, we'd say Cursed. <laughs> freshman year was like bad for drinking. But I think three, two, one for drinking was by far one of you. Yeah, because you were able to host parties and meet random people and invite random people in. And three, two, one, and co. Miss yeah, everyone. Three, two, one, and co. Was the best. I just, oh my god, and like I used to, I was just reminded, um, 
we had we've had like multiple roommates come in and out. Um, so it was me, um, Jason, leave, and then junior year it was Ryan, and who was also living in the dorm next to us when mm-hmm. we have it, and mm-hmm. Leda. And then Leda moved out, and then our sweet friend Jake moved in, and that's, what was I even saying? I was saying, oh my god, I literally just, I had actually a point. That's when the, I don't know, the drinking just got bad when it no, was No, yeah, I mean, it was because like, we've had so many different people, like, it's like so many different personalities <laughs> living in <laughs> It's because she had to live through it, and I just had to visit yeah. it. But... <laughs> It's just like we've had so many different generations of three, two, one. That because of those different generations, like we have so many stories and so many different moments in three, two, one. Like even just you know, like sober times, like things that we did. Carrie owned like five hamsters during her duration of three, two, one. Okay, listen, listen. (laughs) Okay, so I grew up with hamsters. Whatever. How many are buried in your yard? The front or the back? Both combined. (laughs) The back, not all the ones in the back belong to me. The back is primarily my brother's burial ground. Okay. Um, he has a few back Okay, there. Stephen. And there's <laughs> probably literally, like, 12, like, in the front yard. Like, I, oh like, including my sister and mine. And, like, maybe 13. I, a lot. A lot. Um, yeah, but I always wanted a little homie, because we couldn't have pets in the dorm, which is, or in the apartment. And dorms. (laughs) Well. (laughs) That's another story. But anyways, and so... I remember we actually did try to have a cat. May he rest in peace, Charles. Um, oh but our landlord found out about him. So I had a hamster. His name was Kuski's Cusco. Oh, and Cusco. he got cold one day and <laughs> died. Uh, no, no, you tried, can't just say it like tried that. to give him CPR. I definitely, like, everyone was <laughs> over, too. That's the thing. That's about 3, 2, 1 and co. Like, homie is, like, down here dying. Everyone's, like, debriefing She lives in the basement. Or not basement, but, like... <laughs> That sounds bad. I lived in she the She lived in the downstairs. She had her own room, her own bathroom, and we had it. It was just, was it a 4th of July weekend? It was something. No, it, no, was, it wasn't it was, during the year. It was, I think it was Ryan's birthday. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so but it was. Jason had all of his friends over, uh-huh. and, like, you were there. There Jesse was a good was 10, 15, yeah, like, like, 10 to 15 people. And I remember everyone was upstairs debriefing. I went and said, hey, I said, I'm going to go change. Went downstairs. Cusco's doing his little thing, and I was like, ooh, that's not good. I call Ryan down, um, and he starts helping me, and then Cusco died. So then, in that that time that Cusco died, I made a memorial video because I was like, I have to go upstairs and tell everyone. So I made the memorial video in, like, a span of, like, five minutes. It was, um, I Won't Give Up Playing in the Background by Jason Mraz, such a classic. It was a beautiful montage. Um, made everyone sit and watch it, right? So everyone's like, oh my god, and we were also sad Cusco died. So then... I don't know why, but everyone came downstairs, and then Cusco was still, like, breathing, and I was like... Yeah, he was moving, he was, like, twitching. I was like, he's not dead, and everyone's like, you literally just made us watch that for... So the 10 to 15 people that were upstairs after watching this montage were now downstairs watching us all take our turns holding this dead hamster and saying, like, our favorite story about him. And so... And now it's come up to realization that, like, <laughs> people were like, well, maybe you, like, buried him alive. And I, because, like, he, so was, he was in hibernation or whatever, and I just didn't realize. But no, 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 no. Like, homie was he dead. Was he, w- he turned rock solid. Um, so he found his home in a 10-piece chicken nugget box outside of our apartment. Thank you, Mr. LaPrey. Um, sorry about that. Hopefully he didn't wash up. 
Anyway, so then Gosh, we'll have a Cusco <laughs> sold sold all the hamster equipment though, and then I was like, let's get back on this bandwagon. Decided to get mm-hmm. back on the bandwagon. I bought a hamster that looked exactly like him, just different. Exactly color. like felt him. Felt so bad. Named him Kronk. Same movie. Died within a week. Went yeah, that back, was a short-lived boy. Went back because PetSmart has a fricked-up policy about you know you can return your dead hamsters and then get a new one because it's like. Oh, if it dies in like 14 days, yeah. come back and get a free one. Oh I was gosh. like, cool. So I got Baloo. <laughs> Baloo. Baloo was a chiller. He was a homie. Yeah. He lasted three weeks. Okay, cool. Love Baloo. Then he died. Then I sold everything again. And then and then I got Bobo. Bobo was my little dwarf hamster. Is Bobo my Grimble. little dwarf hamster. Still kicking. Yeah, he's still, still kicking. Still a homie. I still say hey. <laughs> and he's my little homie. And... Basically, what I'm trying to say is, I really just want a dog or a cat, but <laughs> I'm limited. So. so she's taking these small steps with 20 hamsters to get to finally get to another four-legged friend. But okay, they sell them to you sick though. That's no, the they do. It's it's really bad. Like, it's definitely know. not your fault. Yeah, that they didn't last long. But those were just some of the fun college adventures that we got to go through. Yeah, when you would come with me and buy a hamster. <laughs> oh my gosh, the amount of times, oh, sorry parents, that I would skip class just to go with you to look for a hamster. I'd be like, no, not today, not today. But then one time I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, no, no. And then one day you texted me and you were like, are you going to class? And I went, I don't have to if you're not going. <laughs> because I, I knew what was going to happen. I knew we were going to go find you a little furry friend. Well, I'm glad we did. Because, again, he's a chiller. He is a chiller. We love Bobo. But, um sidetrack that well not really sidetrack i guess on the same note of rodents mm-hmm. because you reacted when you were like well animals in the dorm yeah <laughs> and oh my goodness god bless my roommate no olivia i loved it but i also hated it not gonna lie like but i i i understood you know wanting to have a pet so i wasn't gonna like i would have told you if i truly didn't want them but ooh girl do i have stories to tell she this girl, I really admire her, actually, because she freaking brought in and would sneak into her backpack three bunnies and literally just have them, like, run around our room and, like, <laughs> it really quite literally was, like, a shit show, <laughs> but... Because there was bunny shit everywhere. <laughs> I did, I did love having the bunnies, though, and I really did. Like, it's just one of those funny things that I get a laugh at and, you know, I'm sad that you... She ended up getting rid of the bunnies, but... Um, they were really cute. And it was home. It was refreshing to, like, know that down the hall there were some bunnies. Like, yeah. it was just, like, one of those college things that was just, like, oh, of course. It was good therapeutic stuff, you yeah. know? Like, like how our university would be like, come pet dogs for, like... For therapy, you know, yeah, instead of just really, suite. you know... <laughs> so we had our own bunnies, and it was really fun. Um, God, what were their names? It was Bugs? Zig? Ziggy? Ziggy. He was a little baby. and then, Oh, Ziggy was really cute. I don't remember then, the third one. Oh, I don't remember the third one either. If you're listening, Olivia, please, let us please know. tell me. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I always just laugh at that. I, they weren't, she would, then she would take them to her boyfriends and at the time and like, so they weren't right. there, they were there all, all the, the time. time. I shouldn't say that. Uh, but when they were, it was quite chaotic. <laughs> it was a time. In the best way. In the best oh, way. Oh, yeah. Though. That's the thing, like, oh. even though we talk about, like, even when we think about bad times, like, I'm so glad that they happened, because 
It's just, like, so chaotic. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. It's just such a fun, like, energy that we got to have. Oh, yeah. It only makes us stronger. It does only make us stronger. What doesn't kill you makes us stronger. Told you, karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah, (laughs) some some days of these weeks, you're going to be able to see us out in the open, in person, with Carrie's karaoke mic, singing to strangers, and doing all that fun stuff, which is exciting. Um, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no. They're gonna love you. I was like, is it? <laughs> the public's gonna love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the poor public. We apologize now. <laughs> Just kidding. The public will love us. Yeah, it's been a crazy 10 years. That's a whole decade, bro. And like how much we've grown. Oh my goodness. Like I know, we've definitely gotten in our tiffs before. Oh for yeah. Sure. For sure. Well, that's what I was gonna say too. I remember, I'm not sure if I told you. I think I did because we... We're pretty good at communicating, but yeah. like freshman year when you moved into the dorm, I was like, "God damn it!" This yeah, one, she's following me. I was like, "I literally have no escape." Because we, like we said, like we we tried to like not be yeah. roommates. roommates, but then, but then look at see, then it like slaps me in the face, and the universe is like, "You're so selfish and you're so mean." Like, uh, ended up being some of the best times, and now we all have like shared friends. And, and like, if you think about it, I was so was so, <laughs> so involved in Greek life freshman and sophomore year, like. Let's be real, outing Same. myself. Like, I was obsessed with being in my sorority. This is true. This is yeah. true. It's so hard to pull you away from, like, things. Yeah, like, things that I specifically. shouldn't have felt like I had to Excuse go to. Like, me. mandatory things that I shouldn't have felt obligated to go to. To miss out on, like, hanging out with friends and stuff. Like, it was really hard to pull me out of that yeah. area of my life. But you had, like, priorities because you signed up for that and, like, committed to it. Yeah, and I think the big thing, like, having, like, my sister was so involved in the same sorority. She was in the same exact one that I was. Like, I felt like I had to, you know, uphold. Right. Because she was on exec, and I was like, oh, well, like, I need to be just as up there. Right. And, yeah, freshman year, I was very much, for lack of a better word, like, brainwashed into this whole Greek life. Right. Community. (laughs) Which I have a lot of opinions on, but. And, like. Plus, too, it didn't help because, like, your sister isn't much older than us. So they, yeah. it was fresh in, fresh in their mind who you were. They knew the Espiritu name and they yeah. recognized that. So there was definitely, like, a lot of pressure for you to perform well. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was crazy. And there's so many things that they don't tell you about Greek life going into it. Like, how political it's going to be, how dramatic it's going to be. That can be a whole other episode. Yeah, they literally... We can do a whole episode on Greek life because, honestly, at this point, like... What do you have? What do I have to lose of like talking about my experiences? And, yeah, you know, there could be a whole thing. Like, <laughs> see, <laughs> I, I left. I she did leave. Left. She and was it, smart and she left. It was actually kind of hard because I felt I felt the same. See, I didn't feel it to the extent that you did at all. But my mom. So I was in Sigma Kappa, <laughs> so <laughs> one heart, one way. Um, <laughs> but my mom was in Sigma Kappa, and I just remember because mm-hmm. like. During recruitment, the president comes back to you, and they're like, so you're a legacy. Mm-hmm. And they, like, really make you feel so special. And I was like, I am. Like, my mom, she was in Sigma Kappa. And I literally, though, did not treat it how you did. Because I was <laughs> like, I was like, why the hell did Nancy sign up for this? Like, why? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm going to be the person that says freshman year, like, as much as recruitment was stressful, like, to me it was fun because... I thought I was going to be so into it and, like, was going to love it so much. And I, the thing is, is I did. Like, you, I mean, you know my past Instagram. Like, I was that sorority bitch that posted 
all the time, like, throwing my letters, throwing what I know, like, Theta, Theta everything, loving Theta, and yes, I, I, I'm gonna admit it, like, I did meet some amazing people, and I met people that I didn't vibe with, and to say, like, and I'm not gonna blame anyone either, because people don't vibe with me, like, that's just how it works. Right. But Greek life is... <laughs> It's got its pros and its cons. And yeah, it's not it does have everyone. its pros and its cons. It's not for everyone. I stuck out the four years, and I still don't think it was completely for me. And that's valid. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah, because, again, we'll, we're getting into it now, but it's like, no, we'll get into more specifics if she chooses to. But, yeah, there are some pretty weird, I'll say, situations that happen, like, in her situation regardless. That definitely should not have happened Yeah. When, when sororities and fraternities claim that they're so inclusive. I was just going to say, like, being someone who's not white, for those who can't see me, I'm half, <laughs> I'm half Thai and I'm half Filipino, so I'm not, I'm not white. And Wait, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, You're not white? And, and I grew up in a predominantly white town and then I joined Greek life, which is predominantly white. And through BLM and everything, we've learned how much racial connotations there are with Greek life and mm. being someone who was not white it I don't talk about it that often but it was very eye-opening yeah. joining a sorority and joining a community that is not very diverse right, right. <laughs> like it's kind of crazy you just have no one to really like share those experiences with like, yeah because it's different like when you're outside of the sorority obviously because mm-hmm. then you have your own life experiences that I'll never know. I'm white, for those of you that can't see. Very, <laughs> very white. Call me Casper. Um, that's actually what the C stands for. Um, but, like, and then you, but then you throw yourself in that situation, though, yeah. and it's just a lot of, I don't want to, like, be, but it's just a lot of the girls don't really think, though, like, and I mean, especially back then, maybe more now, mm-hmm. as times are mm-hmm. getting more progressive, yeah. but... Back then, they don't really understand either where you're coming from. Like, you had no one to have those shared experiences with from yeah. your specific standpoint. Like, I was I always think. told... And that's hard. You know, I was always told, oh, Greek life's getting so much better, though, right? And it's like, you almost feel pressured. to just be like, oh, yeah, like, I, I totally get that it's getting better. Or I see it's getting better. But then you take it from the perspective of the person, you know, that is in the community that's so minimal amount. And it is really hard to be like, yeah, it's improving when... Again, we can get more into it later, but, like, with social media... Oh, yeah. It's portrayed as such a, like, white community. Like, mm-hmm. they... There are so many things that I think need to be changed from that oh, community. Yeah. Not just with, like, racial, but just also being in a women environment and how much women are actually put down instead of brought up in that community. Yeah, yeah like, the fact when we were on the other side of recruitment, so I stayed through until... I did so I did my year as a freshman which is like kind of more fun than when you're actually when you actually become a member in my opinion because mm-hmm. it's all new to you and it's all really fun and you're getting to know people but then sophomore year I stayed and lived in too as well so I got both sides of the experience kind of um but I just remember doing recruitment my recruitment manager was like you need to put band-aids over your nipples because girl you cannot be nipping in that dress and I was just like are you kidding me? We are literally recruiting other We're women. People, like, other people who are women and whatever is identified, whoever was going through recruitment, who yeah. have boobs. Also, men also nib. So like, Men have nibbles? What, like, what is the big deal? What, what was the point? And I just remember, and I was called out in front of, like, a group of people. Yeah. And it's like, 
I, I joke about, like, I, sorry, again, to my parents, I definitely, like, back in high school, flash people all the time and, like, whip <laughs> out my boobs all the time because it's a body part to me. I literally yeah. don't care. Yeah. Um, but, like, when they literally were, like, you need to put Band-Aids over your nipples. And I was just, like, okay, that's really just a fed, like, I just, why? Why? Yeah, like, and, there's no reason. And then for me... To just sit in the basement anyways, because she didn't have me in any of the rounds, pretty much, oh except for, like, three. Sorry, we won't get all into it, but boy howdy, boy it's howdy. Time. Okay, well, where have we been since college? Let's get <laughs> let's get past that, because this next experience, too, that we have was a shared experience. Yeah, so... <laughs> with we, Meredith. Yeah, with Meredith. So we, you know, we graduated in a pandemic, or a panini, if you will. <laughs> And, you know, it was a wake-up call, I think, for all of us. And I think, I mean, even going in the normal style of graduation, like, finding a job in as... In this economy. Yeah, in, <laughs> in this economy is hard. Like, because every job, well, we want you to go and get more experience. So you try and go and get more experience, but then that job wants more experience. Like, nothing is truly entry-level, in my opinion. Yeah. And so Meredith and Carrie had decided to interview and take a job with a company that Meredith's dad works for. Genentech. It was Lucentis Access Solutions. And I hope really none of you have to deal with Lucentis Access Solutions because it's for people who have eye problems. Yeah. All over like the age of 60. You'd get the occasional few youngins. Right, right. But anyways, that's pretty much what Yeah, and so we, I mean, it's one of those jobs where we really, we really needed it. And we knew it was going to, we were going to learn from it. And I think during it, maybe we have some choice things to say, (laughs) but like coming out of it, I am glad that I did it. But you know, all three of us worked this job together. And at first I was not going to interview for it. I just had gotten to a point where I couldn't not do anything every day. (laughs) And then seeing you guys do that. And Meredith was like, you should just apply and just interview and see what happens. And, um, I think I, got in at the cutoff of, like, the application being you closed, did. too. Yeah, because I feel bad because our other sweet friend, Paige, who went to hey our girl. the rival school, U of O, well, went to junior, well, went to high school together. Yes, but, yes. Um, also just lifelong friend for mm-hmm. us. And, um, but she applied for it, and I remember it was because she had just missed the cutoff. Yeah, they started it. hiring, like, <laughs> internally or second hires. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, second year hires. And rehires. Yeah, rehires. And so... <laughs> So I decided to apply and interview and got it, and that was a blessing because I was able to, like, save a bunch of money now, which is nice to have, Mm -hmm. like, for the future. But, you know, it's one of those jobs, I mean, we worked with insurance, we can't say too much, but we worked with insurance, and, you know, we worked with patients, and that was really fulfilling, and knowing that we helped people was great, but at the same time, we started working 50-hour weeks for the month of January, and again, with corona, you work at home. And I think, I don't know if it was the same for you, but, like, for me, having to work in my room where I normally take it as a comfort zone mm-hmm. and having to mesh it with a work zone just, like, really took a toll on my mental Well, yeah, health. and that's the thing. And that's, like, what I think pretty much everyone teaches you to. But also, like, specifically for our majors, like, human development and family sciences, you learn a lot about social science and just, yep. like, how the brain works and what is being affected in your brain because mm-hmm. of what reasons, X, Y, Z. And so... The, a big thing that they would always highlight, though, is, like, it's important to separate your work life from your personal life. And mm-hmm. so having work in your bedroom, like, waking up, definitely has its pros. Like, there's no commute. Like, but the commute kind of would have made it better because it kind of... Like woke us up. Wakes me up. Gets me in that mindset. Like, my parents, they like to go to work literally a half hour early. And my mom just works right down the street from us. And she just likes to sit in her car. And they'll just listen to the radio and kind of just prepare themselves for the day. But, like, mm-hmm. I was... We were waking up. And boom, it's like 
five steps away, and we would just stare at a computer screen all day. And yeah, like, that was the other thing. <laughs> and, like, the job, like Rihanna said, it was re- rewarding because we were able to work with clients and, like, help them get their medicine that they needed because, in some cases, like, they just weren't covered. Yeah. Um, that's, like, the whole goal of Lucentis Access Solutions. Um, but, yeah, it definitely was something way different than I thought it was. I'm very thankful, too, for the experience that we had because, again... Like, these are transferable skills I'll be able yeah. to have at a different job and all that and made some good mems during the time, but also freaking A, I hated working from home because I live in a multi-generational household, um, and living, so my grandma lives there, and my cousin just moved in, actually. She's 40, no, well, almost 40. My grandma's 85, and then I live with my parents, who are both 60, and Excuse me, but my grandma, she stays at home all day. So it was literally like, I, I hadn't even met any of my coworkers. I yeah. hadn't ever met any of them in person, only over Zoom. So that was really weird. But then freaking on my breaks, on my lunch, boom, my grandma was right there. And I was just like, hey. And it was just a lot because there was no separation from any of those things. And like, it's a lot at mm-hmm. once for sure. I mean, and we, you know, you worked all throughout high school and college, but I think like the 50 hour work weeks. It's so different for your body and your, your like, mind. Yeah. Having to work 50 hours a week on your computer, staring at a screen. And when you're the boxed whole, up. Yeah. Yeah, the whole 10 hours a day in your room. And, you know, we had to have a quiet space because we were going to be making phone calls. Like, it was a lot of isolation. And, again, I, you're like, yeah, I'm grateful for it. And I learned a lot of things. And I met a lot of really cool people that I wish I could have met in person. <laughs> yeah, you did. But <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I think... That if we had been able to go in person, maybe we would have liked it better. But long story short, I had decided not to accept my, you know, the extension. It's an opportunity to get a contract extension. And I just had decided it wasn't the time for me. I'm not even sure if I'm going to talk about it. But I just decided it wasn't the time for me (laughs) to keep going. And so I had decided to stop. And Carrie had decided to keep going. (laughs) But... But... Can we just talk about her manifestation skills for a sec? Like, she needs to tell this part of the story. I literally, I was jealous of Brianna. Like, I literally was like, her and I, again, like, does not make me, like, no, no, no grudges. But her and I just have very different financial backgrounds. And so, um, she worked hard and saved all her money. And, like, that's so good for her. But, like, she doesn't really have to, you don't have to worry about it. I don't have to use it right now, yeah. Or, or, like, student loans or anything. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm exposing you. No, it's not a bad thing. No, it's fine. Not a bad thing. Um, but, and so those are things I have to worry about. And so I was like, ah, I got the email and for the, the extension, I was like, I need to, I'm sitting right across the table from my mom. And I was like, I don't want to take it. And she's like, you need to. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I did. And I'm 22. I know I can make my own decisions, but like she, she would have understood if I didn't take it. But anyways, I, I accepted it. I was like, I don't want to, but I will. And I was really jealous of Brianna cause she got freedom. And so it was the end of January. So I'm working the first week, right? Mm-hmm. After literally after. the first day. Oh, was it the first? Yeah, day? Yeah, it was the first day. No, it was because it was a Thursday. It was a. Are I you remember. Sure it was a yeah, I remember it being a Thursday, because the way it happened. So um, Thursday, I'm taking a call, or maybe oh, it was a yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, or yep, was, yep, yep. No, but it was later in the week because yeah. the weekend happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> so I remember taking a call though, and the Wi-Fi was just really weird. Uh, and it kept dropping the call, but like, 
she was still there, so it was just, like, in and out, buffering, mm-hmm. and, like, the Wi-Fi kept saying it was searching, and the person, I could tell, was getting frustrated. I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I told them, I was like, hey, told the whole group message. I was like, I need to figure out, like, these mm-hmm. issues. So then I called RIT, because just by process of elimination, mm-hmm. had to call IT, and they were like, yeah, it's definitely something with your internet provider. I was like, cool, cool, cool. And so then I called Comcast. <laughs> Did I call Comcast? About 20,000 times. 20,000 times. And I literally hate Comcast with all of my heart, as I'm pretty sure all of America does. Love what you do. Love the internet you provide. But boy, howdy, is your service rough. Yeah, um, that was rough. Because I called, and then they were like, we fixed it. Went on, didn't fix it. Called again, fixed it, but made it worse. And okay, can we well, just we'll talk about, how, like, how funny it is that... You, like, it was, yeah, it was, I, I had ended, and it was your first week, and it was just so funny how you had been texting me and FaceTiming me being like, I just wish there was a reason that I didn't have to work right now. Like, give me a reason that, like, like, oh, should I fake that my internet's not working? <laughs> Boom! Internet doesn't work. It was so weird, and then, like... And then it stayed not working. It stayed not working. For, like, for, five days. For a, a week after. So, I had made, so after I called out Thursday and Friday, we only get six absences, too, because it's a contract job. Yeah. Um... And I had already been sick one day, so boom, there's three already. And then it, my internet fully didn't get up and running until the next week on that Friday, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. And we had Comcast come out multiple times. So I was like, it's good that I ended up like just making that clean break when I did because I, they still were able to give me the reference yeah. and like say, you're more than welcome to come back to and work like right. we got for you. But then it's funny that everything else happened because... And a few weeks later, so this is, like, beginning of February now. Or, yeah, 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 beginning of February. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, and we had an ice storm happen yep. in Oregon, and our power went out multiple times and was out so for a majority of the day. So she would have still not been able to work during that. I didn't even think so, about that. So wouldn't have been, and I would have had to call and be absent, too. And so it was just, it was just, like, a clean break, and I got what I wanted. And, like, looking back at it, though, it's March 2nd, and I truthfully don't have any regrets. I mean... Got my coin, worked hard, got that resume, builder, added. I think it was, like, the world telling you that you probably wouldn't have liked to have another, basically, month of it. And I think, you know, again, like, we worked hard, and I think you deserve to kind of have, like, a space away. And I know this sounds crazy, because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you guys only worked for a few months, and you're already tired of it. But, like, we had six weeks of training for seven. A, oh, yeah, seven? Mm-hmm. Seven and weeks of training. And was ramp up. Yeah, for a really, really, really high demand job. And, yeah, it paid a good amount of money, but it was a rough job of, you know, possibly getting yelled at and, you know, having to work in a system that you've never worked in before. It was our first big kid job. It was our first big kid job. And I think we, it was our first big kid job that we didn't want to necessarily stick with or it wasn't something that we wanted to do for the rest of forever <laughs> yeah it was just a time filler and some way to just make money because like that's the way that like my parents think too it's like you always need to be making yeah. money to provide for yourself and, and I think I think for me a big thing I'm a huge like advocate of mental health and so is Carrie but like I think <laughs> <laughs> I think for me I saw how much of a detriment it was to my mental health and I'm sure Carrie can vouch for the amount of times that I called her crying and sorry I shouldn't laugh (laughs) but just so over you know having to be in a box and working in a box and like living where I work and obviously yes everyone has to do it and some people love it it's just it was not for me and I learned a lot about myself through it and Mm -hmm. 
with the next job that I take, yes, I understand. I'm not going to 100% love it, but I would, I let me just say I would like to at least like 80% love it because right. I think with this job, I had a very love-hate relationship Excuse with the way that it has to be done. Because, again, it's nothing on the company. Like, they can't really mm -hmm. do much about the... I mean, they did great training for it having to be over Zoom. Like, yeah. <laughs> the way that it was organized, I commend you, because there was no way that I could have ever organized and oh, come yeah. up with that. But it's just... It was definitely rough, I think, especially just going from having to, gra like, not have a graduation and then going straight to work. Like, there was never a brief period yeah. of graduation, we get our summertime, and then we have to work. It was like, oh, we never really graduated, and now we don't really get to see it, each other. And now my anxiety's building up, because now yeah. I'm supposed to start adulthood, yep. and I'm supposed to start saving and wanting mm -hmm. to move out, and XYZ gets out. Like, you go from full-time college student to, boom, now you're just supposed to be an adult yeah. and, like, know what you're doing. Like, and training reels ripped off, no... I mean, again, like... They don't, I mean, there's so, like, yeah, we had so much fun in college, but if you get down to, like, the nitty-gritty of what they teach you, like, we were not taught how to be adults and how to transfer out of college life right. into just comes through experience, adult so. life. Yeah, and I think that this was one of those experiences that we needed to mm -hmm. grow up and be adults, but I, it's just so hard because it's, like, they don't really teach you about taxes or, especially just in our major, like, again, we're all about, like, the social aspect of growing up and the, like, social development of humans, and I think... For other majors, like business majors or finance ma majors, maybe you did learn about that stuff, but, like, for us, it just wasn't really about right. that kind of ish. I learned a little bit, because my minor was in public health, yeah. but I learned just, like, how the health insurance system works, but yeah. then seeing it firsthand, though, and understanding numbers and, like, mm -hmm. coverage, Medicare covers at 80%, and then yep. the patients left with the remaining 20%. Um, of whatever cost of that medication. That's just, like, that's for everyone. That's just known. But, yeah, it's just, it was just a weird, sorry, that was, like, a sidetrack. Sorry, that came out See, of it. I was, like. We're brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. No, not brainwashed. But, like, we, we were trained in it, and we know it. And I'm glad that I know it now. Like, again, oh, yeah. I was, like, I'm glad that I was able to learn that. But I think, for me, like, what's, I think, growing up in this, like, day and age, it's just frustrating how much they don't teach you in high school about right. college, and then in college about life after college right right and I think but that's that's just like the thing though and not that I have the answer but it, it's just like life will come to you through experiences and that's just how you learn and it's like that's also what I've just learned in the last few months because especially like being like no I'm not going to take this job because I've always been working it's like very hard for me especially in like these last few months when everything's not been like stable to like not have a job that's mm -hmm. just like unlike me you know I've always kept busy pretty right. much even like with volunteer stuff I've like yeah. always been doing something with my time and it's like part of that too and not that it was a failure per se but like you have to mess up and make mistakes and like in order to learn and how to gain that experience and not that this job per se was like a mess up or a mistake but like Maybe at the time I would have considered it a mistake since it didn't really cause a toll on her mental health. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, we learned from it and, like, we know what to expect now, what we want from companies and, like, future employers mm -hmm. and, like, that team-oriented uh, environment is what we look for and what we want. But it was also just weird because, again, woo, let's bring it back to the start of this. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, yeah. So having not meet any of those people. And we're very, in our majors, human development and family sciences. Like we're very social, social. Very, like, we want to be social. We need to be working with people. And so having it to do it all virtually. And everyone probably feels this way. I mean, look at schools. Like, my sister, she's becoming a teacher. She has to teach over 
over Zoom. That's so hard. Like, and just all, like, therapy sessions are over Zoom. Like, mm-hmm. doctor's appointments are over Zoom. Like, it's just so hard. And it, that's definitely been a learning curve, I know, for everyone. But definitely for me it was. And, like, oh, yeah. That helped, like you said, you learned a lot about yourself during this job. And I definitely did, too. Like, I learned I'm very much of an extrovert and like Mm -hmm. my mental not that my mental health really correlates with how many people I'm hanging out with but like I don't know if I like today's a good day because I saw you and I was able to be in person and Mm -hmm. see you and hang out Mm -hmm. and see and see uh masked up Parsa but like when I don't see people it's so hard and so like having to go to work and then just see them through the screen and then yeah. be left with my thoughts <laughs> and like I would always jam to Animal Crossing tunes in the morning um but <laughs> I just felt like I was losing my No, I know. I felt point. like I was losing my marbles just cuz of having to be over and yeah, we're a tech driven like society now, but I ha- having that Social interaction probably would have helped me a good amount. Yeah, call me old school, but I like person to person. Yeah, I like person to person and getting to meet people and, you know, making friendships and stuff like that would have been, I think, way more fun. (laughs) So now we're here, contracts have ended, and we have (laughs) sent in our work laptops, and her and I had been to the Dells, and, you know, we've done fun things, and gotten coffee and that's kind of like what we do and I feel like that's why we wanted to start this podcast because I think we learned that so many of the influencers like nowadays and like the tiktokers or the other podcasters like it's totally fine but like they didn't you know go to college or they you know had dropped out of college and I feel like it's kind of cool to hear from two people that kind of want the more traditional route yeah and literally have no clue now what's next yeah we don't know what's next (laughs) I'm moving Carrie's trying to figure out her ish and it's gonna be really interesting to see where our lives take us and I mean like I'm I'm supposed to literally live on an island starting in August and never I know it's crazy and it'll be weird to like see how our lives pan out and I feel like we just wanted to tell people like what our lives have been like from being middle schoolers up until like adulthood yeah and I th- I'm actually like really excited for this just because like I do talk a lot like I am a, <laughs> I am a well I do talk a lot in general but I talk a lot about ideas that I always want to do mm-hmm. and like come up with and I feel this like everyone's the same and like I literally forced Brianna to go to the store with me and get a journal so we can keep track of like everything just hold each other our, accountable our podcast because I was like you know what let's just do it and like she's right like not a lot of people really like come from our background person. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's different, obviously. Um, but I'm just excited to, like, talk about things. And we'll, we'll, like, have different themes for every episode. And, like, I'm just excited to, like... Because we got lots of stories and Yeah, we have a lot of share. stories to tell. And I think a lot of them comes from college and growing up with the friend group that we have. And, yeah, which I'm so excited to have people on this. I know. We're going to have our friends guest star and... In a few weeks, you'll be able to meet some of our other friends that are traveling on the road from D.C. It's Paige, one of our other really close friends, and her boyfriend, Sam. And I just, I'm really excited. Like, you get to meet all these really cool people that we've spent so much time with. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm juiced, too. Yeah. I just... Jacked like a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Call that's it a... jackhammer. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's the joke. Um, but... <laughs> I'm really glad you got it. Um... But yeah, I don't know. We kind of definitely hit some weird-ass points throughout that this That you're probably going to be like, hmm, maybe we should talk more about that. 
But, um, so yeah, if, if that's the case, then uh, let us know. So I also did, while Brianna was being, Brie, sorry. She wants to go by Brie. It's fine. Brianna I, is fine. I call her Brianna. My dad calls her Brianna. It's just very <laughs> engraved oh, in my brain. Yeah. Um, but Brie. No, I do like Brie. So I just, I have to get used to it. Because <laughs> okay. I want to respect it. I want to oh, respect you, your thank name. Thank you, thank you. Um, and so while she was doing that, though, I, in like getting all the podcast stuff ready, she's the one with all the fancy equipment. Um. <laughs> I decided to create an Instagram. Um, the Instagram is C, like, you know, Carrie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the word and, like and, not not the symbol. You can't A-N-D, do that. A-N-D, baby. <laughs> and then B, and then dot, uncensored. Um, and there we'll just be posting, like, updates, and we'll have our personal stuff on there. Yeah, we'll put our personal My social security IGs. number will be on there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Our insurance information. No, just <laughs> um, and you'll be able to just see content of us, you know, going and out and about. I think, at least for me, like, I'm going to start my YouTube channel, and I think Carrie wants to start hers, and so... We have our own little se- <laughs> we have our own little separate areas of life, but I think C and B uncensored is gonna be a really fun place that we get to just talk about what we've been through together and, and even what we've been vibe. through separately and mm-hmm. just kind of have a fun time. And I feel like uncensored sounds like inappropriate, but I think it's just us being who we are and yeah. not feeling sorry and mm-hmm. I feel like exactly. maybe a lot of people I mean, maybe high school people will be curious and listen to this and be like, Who who were these two? Bit, biddies yeah. <laughs> from like us at high school that we knew but like we've changed so much and I feel like uncensored is a way to just be like you know what we are just gonna be unapologetically who we are I like that yeah no, I like that I think it's yeah I, I know too like I keep saying sorry to my family and it's like <laughs> so for this title sorry it's not because I'm raunchy well <laughs> but um <laughs> it's just yeah like Bree said and like we've because we're losers, we uh, decided to do podcast agreements. I know we said we would never talk oh to Oh my you. god! <laughs> but, but on there, it says, like, stay true to yourself. And, like, <laughs> we signed it. <laughs> but, we did sign it. It was like a contract. But I think it's just <laughs> to hold each other accountable. Yeah. And know that we're never gonna change. And this could go nowhere and just be fun for us and our friends to listen to. Or mm-hmm. it could go places and that could be really cool. Yeah. And see, and that's, like, how I feel about vlogs, too. And, like podcast like and why I kind of like the idea of it anyways is because like regardless of whether we get like a following or whatnot and like if people actually like to listen it's just gonna be nice to listen to this for ourselves like our friend Leaf and and you have made like really cool videos too of like our times throughout college Mm -hmm. and that is my favorite thing to look back on because boy howdy I have had so many concussions so I don't remember I don't have the best memory for everything (laughs) and it's just nice to it's gonna be nice to be able to just like listen back on these and like have this for our memories and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm, I'm glad to see where CNB and Censored will take us. I'm so excited for CNB. Yes, this journey. And we're going to take you all along with us, oh. whether you want to or not. And we will be posting once a week. Every Friday. Every Friday. I want to do it in the morning because, like, for those of you who are employed, um, it'd be a great way to start your morning. Yeah, listen to us on your way to work or before <laughs> work when you have your cup of coffee. Before before the weekend. Before and, the adulting. And shoes, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Me too. Ooh. Oh my gosh, our first <laughs> outro. Our, oh, that's what you call it. Oh my gosh, we get to use, like, cool terms it's like really that. cool terms that we don't really know. She's not my friend do. anymore. She's my business partner. Yeah, we're business partners. <laughs> oh my yuck, gosh. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you guys are along for the ride. Good luck. <laughs> 
Um, and I guess we do need to figure out like an outro. I, we're gonna figure out. An yeah, outro we'll figure later, it out. But later as this goes, for now we're C and B uncensored, and we out, and we out, <laughs> we out here. <laughs> no, nope, we're just out. We're just out. <laughs> we're just off. Bye. Off